Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, big crew here as we broadcast from the Tasty Cake Studios. Let's make the crew bigger. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, now go, cat, go, but don't you. Now, personally, John, as we welcome Howard Eskin to the show, let me say for the first time, I really wish we were welcoming Elvis on the phone lines. But Howard will have to do, and he's joined by us right now, John. Howard's sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need PDQ POS. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS. PDQPOS.com. How you doing, King? Uh, I am just since never had a bad day in my life, but I can tell things, uh, the times may have changed, but things haven't changed. You are late again. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually, there, Howard. Yeah, let's go. I'll just say this. I'll, I'll make it really blunt. I valued the last caller's points more than your points. <laughs> so I chose him over you. How about that there, tough guy? Uh, uh, just a reason I've been in the business longer than you have. <laughs> All right, Howard, let's get to it. Lots of attack. Let's start Eagles here. Uh, Miles Sanders wants to be back. Do you think he will be? Great guy. has done a great job with the Eagles. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl. But I think a hand injury, which really wasn't reported as an injury, uh, limited him because it was his right hand. And I think they were concerned about him carrying the ball. Uh, you can't just go out. And, yeah, if you want to sign for uh, a low number, I would take a, a, a chance at, at that. But you're going to draft a running back. You can running backs are all over the place in free agency right now, and they're not going to get a lot of money. So it depends on how much money he wants, but I would say it's less than 50 50. Uh, I like him, uh, but sometimes you got to move on. You can't, in, in the world of the NFL, sign a running back to that second contract. I hope the Giants give Saquon Barkley you know, a fortune because that'll screw him up even more. You can't do it. And I would say there's less than a 50-50 chance that he would be back. So how likely is it Fletcher Cox will be an Eagle this year? I think that's less than 40% that he will be back. I was, well, I think we were all surprised he was back last year. Yeah. You can't keep on going to the well, especially with players that are, uh, that are older. And Fletcher's not going to take 3 or $4 million. Uh, and if that's the case, you know, you got to move on. You can – You'll find somebody else. You will. That, that's what football is. You will find somebody else. But you got to find a way to level out the salary structure. And if he's over ten million, same thing with Brandon Graham. If Brandon Graham wants ten million dollars and he had a really good year, but he doesn't play that many snaps, <clears throat> I think it's less than forty uh, percent that Fletcher will be back, and less than fifty percent if Brandon is locked in on anything other than a home down discount, uh, it might be the fact that he might move on to. Which free agents will the Eagles prioritize then? You know, there's, it, it's really not settled yet on uh, on what is out there and what the money is. I, I think with only five draft picks, but here's what you got to consider. They're going to have many more draft picks the next year because they're going to get draft picks from compensation from losing all these players. So I, I don't know that um, – I, I don't know of a target yet, but it, it, you're going to find somebody. Hargrave is, the, is probably the most Hargrave interesting. I expect to be re-signed. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's it's a lot of money. You're talking about what? $17, $18 million? Maybe. Wow. wow. But <laughs> I hope that everyone realizes his current contract has dummy years tacked on through 2025. And if he signs with a different team, we're still going to owe him $11 bucks. Like, there's cap, $11 cap million in dead cap oh, wow. attached to Javon Hargrave if he signs with another team. So I, wow. I want him. And by the way, Howard, Jordan Davis, how big a disappointment was he this year? Yeah, he's got to get. He's got to get. I think he's got to grow. He's got to mature. That's the word I heard from different people. He's got to mature, not just physically, but mentally. The toughness that is the NFL. Hmm. Uh, is he too nice? Howard that is, sounds kind of awful. Well, that sounds awful. Howard, is he too not nice awful. a guy? I mean, he's, he's a nice guy. Is he too nice? He's a great guy. Is he he's not? Is he not hard enough? Is he not a? Is he not wired to compete? He was, um, I, I hate, well, I don't hate to use the word. The proper word is he's still a kid and he, uh, he's he got to grow. When you get to the NFL, you can't be kids anymore. <clears throat> you got to mm. be mentally, you got to be better than kids. And I think, uh, I, I think they're going to toughen him up. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get better. You know, he's talented. He's going to get better. But uh, it, I think it was a real learning experience. Fascinating. This last year. Interesting yeah. answer. Howard, um, people are clearly expressing uh, on the phone lines and in a poll we had more excitement for the Phillies than Sixers, and I get it. But do you think the Phillies actually have a better chance to win the title than the Sixers? Or would you say the Sixers have a better chance? Well, I think the Phillies have a better chance, but I don't know what their chance is because I think the Mets are going to be really good uh, and probably, when you look at it, a better team – Here's what the Mets are going to do. They may not have signed and spent as much money this offseason, but the trade deadline is going to be gigantic for the Mets. And I think they have more to maneuver with. So, uh, But I think the Phillies have a better chance. I, I'm not sure either one of them is going to win it. I know the Sixers are not going to win a championship. Uh, I, I'm, there's just no way they're going to win a championship. No way. Uh, in my opinion, no way. They're not – they're not that team. It's just uh, – and you're way off base with this MVP nonsense, Joe. Jokic is without – I'd rather have Jokic right now than Embiid. He does everything. Uh, he made a pass. I saw the, the highlight. It was unbelievable. I, point guards don't make those kind of – he's got great – make that kind of pass. He's got great court awareness. Uh, Triple-double for a center is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling and when you think about it. Uh, but the Sixers—they have mind-boggling that Joel's averaging ten points a game more than he is. Also, I don't care. Hey, listen, he plays minutes. Jokic, when when the team's up by twenty-five, Jokic doesn't care about his minutes because he doesn't care about his points. Joel cares about his minutes because he cares about his points in blowout games. You got to sit him down, Jokic. When Jokic, he had fourteen points one game with a triple double. But they won. They were up by like twenty some points. He doesn't care about his points. I don't care about points, John. They are meaningless when you're playing a game and you're up by twenty. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. And Joel, as we saw in the All Star game, is selfish. He wanted to play when he shouldn't have played because it was about him. Talent wise, there's no question. We know how talented he is, but he's selfish. He's not a leader. Uh, and I think Jokic, just watching the way he plays and the players respond around him, you need a leader. Who's the leader on the Sixers? 
Who's the leader? I, it's I, a great question to be, Joe. Well. It's a great question, Howard. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big issue. It is. Yeah, that's exactly right. So if you don't have a leader, how are you going to win a championship? It's tougher. And he's not yeah. the MVP. He's not the MVP. So let, we can move on from that. But the Phillies, and I'm going to, and I'll leave you with this thought in the morning. And Ben, it's something for you to think about as you head down here to, to Clearwater. Uh, and I'm, I was talking to Dave Buck yesterday, who's the president uh, of the Phillies. And in a Super Bowl, the losing team almost never gets back to the Super Bowl. And I started at, okay, so what happens in baseball? The losing team has only won a World Series twice in the last, uh, the next year, twice in the last 30 years. Wow. 30. And it's just, and Dave Buck says, I don't want to think about that. I says, well, it's just, it's out there. I don't know why that is. I don't know what the case is. But the Braves aren't going to fall apart like they did last year. Uh, and and the Mets fell apart at the end of the season. So give the Phillies credit, you know, at the end. And give the, the manager of St. Louis credit for giving the Phillies that series. Uh, so that helped. Yeah. Forget about the Segura base hit. It was the most mismanaged game that I can see in a playoff game in probably 10, 15 years. But the Phillies took it from there. And they, and they got really on a run. They, they really did. Yeah. All right, King, yeah. stay well. We're really glad to have you part of the show. Every Thursday morning, Thursdays with the King, 8 a.m. Howard, we appreciate it. I'll make sure Seltzer has us on time next next week for you. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll see you down here tomorrow. Sounds good. All right, see you, King. Right, have fun, buddy. There he is, the King. Howard asking. Up ahead, we'll uh, we'll hear from Conklin. He's got something cooked up. 8.30 today. Joe Conklin, whatever he's got. I, I heard it might be a little Maryland. Mike, we'll find out. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing is ready when you need them. If your heating system suddenly stops working in the middle of a cold night, you need expert help fast. Trust Horizon's top-rated technicians to get your home system back up and running. Horizon offers same-day repair services for every type of home heating system with no emergency fees. That's right. A highly experienced technician will be there the same day, even nights and weekends, with no emergency service fees. Plus, Horizon has you covered with an industry leading up to two-year, worry-free, full coverage repair guarantee on both parts and labor. Horizon is ready when you need them. Guaranteed to have a truck arrive on time, fully stocked with all the tools and parts to get your heating repair right. Call 800-999-1995 or book in seconds at Hey, Jetta Cameron here. Let me tell you about my friends and the wonderful people at Family and Company Jewelers. Angelo, I, and the entire crew at Marlton, in Marlton, New Jersey at Family and Company Jewelers, they're incredible at what they do. True experts. True experts when it comes to the world of jewelry and great people and very helpful if you walk in their store. That, and by the way, that showroom and the whole crew they have there, they will help you and you will be amazed at what you see with the gallery in the showroom. It's incredible. So get yourself to Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, and Family and Company Jewelers. If you are shopping for the perfect engagement ring, and I know many out there right now are thinking about getting engaged, and of course you want to get a great ring, go to Family and Company Jewelers, where they have the top five-star rating on Google with over 2,000 reviews. Get the woman of your dreams, the ring of her dreams, a ring from Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Brought to you by Nass Cancellari. All-Star break is finally over. Sixers hosting the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Sixers, 25 games left in the regular season. And they have the NBA's hardest remaining strength of schedule. 
with four back-to-backs in March. They trail the second seed Bucks by two and a half games. Now the Bucks have six back-to-backs left, and Giannis dealing with a wrist injury that might cost him some time. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys Nas Cancellari have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Partly cloudy today, a high of 71. It's currently 44. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have to worry. Cause baby, there ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley Well, a great song. Of course, in the movie, uh, Remember the Titans. I love that scene. I like the scene. I don't like the movie. Yeah. Hates the movie. Yeah. Totally I, overrated. Totally. It's, I get, I, there's certain parts of it I can't watch. Up and down and no. up and down and things are good and things are bad and now it's things a roller are good. Coaster. It's formulaic. It's, it's formulaic. emotional. It's, it's, it's got the contrast. Don't like formulaic. You no, know, formulaic is formulaic for a reason. Because <laughs> yeah, it works. Until yeah. it's so obvious it's contrived and then the hammer says, <laughs> yeah, you, you lost me right there. But it's a true story. Uh, it is no, a true story. it's not contrived. Well, they probably bent. Literally probably, not, yes. Yeah, they probably bent a, a few things here and that'd be my guess. But it, it is a cool story. I just wasn't a huge fan. Uh, of the movie. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, Ben Davis with us, Rhea Seltzer. At 8.30, you'll hear from Conklin, so that's coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll talk to Derek Bodner at 8.45 as the Sixers get ready to reemerge. Also, we got to get into the Aaron Nola contract situation with Ben here. We'll hit it all. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Joe in South Jersey. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning. How you doing, guys? Doing great, Joe. And, and ladies, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'm thinking, What I'm thinking what happened last year was that the uh, Phillies somehow – um, I guess woke up a sleeping giant, and uh, you know what happened was with the way they connected with the um, city itself. It's sort of like the uh, city fell back in love with them again. No question. And, and the thing was because of the um, a lot of different things: the chemistry, the energy that they created, the manager, the um, song, and I think the energy carried over. Uh, you know, through the winter, and you're going to see it reflected in the yeah. attendance this year. You know? Well, and Joe, you know what the biggest? It's funny you say all you said, and you said so many that's that's right. But the biggest thing, in my opinion, that really got him going in the postseason was that Wheeler and Nola just kept taking the ball initially and just doing their thing. I mean, they they, they were the two most important fills in the early going of the playoffs because they just kept winning or helping the team at least win games even if they didn't get the W themselves. Oh, his phone's zipped out. Ben, I mean, those guys were awesome. They were awesome. Until Nola then started drifting. Yeah, I think he, he got a little tired. Uh, the last game that Wheeler threw after he came off that, I mean, he was almost unhittable. Almost unhittable. And, and that's why he's the number one guy on the ball club. I'm anxious to see what the Phillies do with Nola. If they get this contract done before the season starts, I'm really anxious to see what goes down. I don't think he's going to take a hometown discount because he's so valuable. I was watching MLB Network last night, and they, they were going through all these different numbers. And a couple of the analysts had Nola as the number two pitcher in all of baseball. Which he's, just, not, which he's not. Which he's but, not, but yeah. the numbers dictate that he is. You know, when you get all these uh, saber metrics and all this kind of stuff. Well, he doesn't get injured often. Correct. So that's part of what – I mean, you can, say, you can say he's more valuable than DeGrom because he takes the ball. He eats up a lot of innings, yeah. and he gets a lot of strikeouts. And that's that's huge in today's game. So I'm anxious to see what the Phillies do with him this, this coming uh, spring training. Will you, will you be concerned, Ben, if he does not have a contract by opening day? No, I will not. 
does Andrew Painter's potential excellence in the years to come make the Phillies less inclined to want to give Nola all that he would want? No. Are the Phillies less desperate to keep Nola? No, because he's 19. And you just, you just can't, you know, you, you're a prospect one day, you're a suspect the next. It, that's just the way it is. That's the way this game is, is made up. But I think it, he's very promising, and I can't wait to see him. I yeah. cannot wait to get down right. there and see him. Um, but I, I don't think it's it's one of those things where you can put all your eggs in one basket with a 19-year-old. You can't do it. Aaron Nola is a is a is a surefire all-star, and you know he's he's proven he's done it over his yeah. But I'll, but Ben, I'll say Nola. this: so, if, if if Nola if if uh, uh, what's the kid's name? Painter. Painter. Yeah, Painter. Yeah. If Painter flops, I'm not expecting him to. But if he did this year, to me that gives Nola more leverage with the Phillies. Next November, if he hasn't signed until then. I mean, if Painter has a, a tremendous rookie year, in my opinion, Nola then would have less leverage. That's worth saying that he makes the ball club out of spring training. Yeah. Well, or, or gets there in June and I then thrives. I think at some point he's going to be here. Maybe he they might the... not have him start, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to limit his innings. That's the bottom line. If he starts with the big league club, yeah. they're going to have to limit his innings. Well, uh, that's expected. I, I expect big things from him. So I, I'm just curious, Ben, the the idea in your mind of what this uh, Aaron Nola contract will look like, is, is it comparable to Carlos Rodon? Uh, a lot of us were hot on Rodon. He got six years, $162 bucks. Is that what we have to pay Aaron Nola? I don't think so. I don't think so. And Aaron Nola said he loves it here. I think he will take somewhat of a, of a hometown discount, but I don't think it's going to be that Rodon – salary structure. Okay. I, won't, then I don't think it'll be that high. All right, to the phones we go, 215-592-9494. Let's go to Tom in Dover right now. Hi, Tom. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing this morning? Doing great, Tom. Hey, Rhea, you know, you hit you hit the, uh, the nail right on the head this morning. The Sixers can't beat Boston. They ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I don't think they, and they, they can. Yeah. And, and, you was, and listen, Rhea, they haven't beat Boston in a long time, neither. So, I don't think they're going nowhere. If they lose the Memphis coming out to shoot tonight, that says a lot about them after being off for a week or so. Well, hey, it's a good, it's a, well, I'll just say it's a good game. I mean, it's it's not shameful if they lose to Memphis. They're a good team, but you, but you hope the Sixers beat Memphis. But the, listen, the Grizzlies are a really good team. And again, I'll say it for those who missed it. I think Ja is the single most exciting athlete to watch in team sports in America. I think he is mm. literally number one. Joe, yes. coming out to shoot. We're supposed to be a better team than Memphis. Can I ask you that question since you always ask questions off on paper? Are we a better team than Memphis? Well, you just asked me two questions. You asked me, can I ask you that question? And then you asked me, are we a better team on paper than Memphis? So you should have said, can I ask you two questions? Well, can I ask you two questions? A third question. Yes, you can. No, (laughs) I love you, Tom. You know I'm playing. Uh, Are the Sixers supposed to be better than Memphis? Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. There's, and when okay, I say so- I'm going, I'm going back five, six years ago to answer that question. Meaning, the idea of what the Sixers were supposed to get to, cap space, young players, uh, hot, you know, top five draft picks. The Sixers were supposed to be better, but Memphis, you know, goes to show how teams have closed the gap and some teams have passed the Sixers. It's true, which is very, which is go. very disappointing. Tom, give me an answer there for a great nickname. Well, Joe, I, I don't know if you notice, man, when I call in a lot, man. I, I I use a lot of a lot of boxer stuff, man. I'm 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 big on boxing, man. You know, and uh, I don't know how nobody didn't say the greatest. Oh, we're going Muhammad right there. 
I mean, a lot. You got it, man. It's funny when he when he first said boxing, I thought of the real deal, Evander Holyfield. There have been some classic boxing nicknames. Oh yeah, the Italian Stallion. If I may go to the world, I've of always loved the Eastern Assassin. Yeah, great name. The Eastern yeah. Assassin's a great one. That's good stuff. All right, uh, Conklin coming up in a. Well, oh, actually, it's not Conklin. Is it Marilyn Mike here? Yeah, I believe Marilyn Mike are calling it. So why am I saying yeah. Conklin? I don't know. You're new to this, is my <laughs> John, guess. I got to learn. Uh, did, Rhea, how would Angelo sort of uh, like if Marilyn Mike are coming on and it's uh, maybe Conklin? He's... Well, generally Conklin kind of sets it up and tells you, but it's clear he remains uncoachable. Whoa! Wow! Look at that <laughs> shot. Whoa! <laughs> Look at that shot. All right, let's go to Mark in Northeast Philly. I like shots. Shots are good. Hello, Mark. Mark, Marky Mark, not ready to go. Marky Mark isn't even Marky Mark anymore. Let's go to Josh and Maniunk. What's up, Josh? Oh, man. Is that a dog? What was that? Let's try to find out. Is that a panting dog? Josh, what do you got there, man? It might be machinery, maybe a dog. I didn't know what it was. To Ryan. Ryan, good uh, good morning, buddy. Hey, good morning, Joe and uh, John. What's up, Ryan? Oh, so... I wanted to call Andy the Troll Crow, and I also have a great nickname. Andy the Troll called earlier trying to tell you guys how to run your show. And I'm just speaking on behalf of a lot of people who don't call in. You know, these people aren't getting checks from WIP, okay? It's a new show. It's a new way of doing things. Hmm. Well, it's, um, I would appreciate the, the insight from you, and we'll, we'll take it. Listen, I take it all under advisement. If you notice, I do not uh, confirm nor deny uh, anything essentially went out. I'm like a politician. I just okay, all right. I, 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 it's it's noted. It's noted. Noted. It's noted. No, you're like only... a mom who says maybe, and we all know what the answer is. <laughs> yes. Right. Good right, point, Ben. Rhea. Good point. <laughs> that is a great point, Ryan. Well, go, we appreciate go... the support on that. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan. Go ahead, man. What do you got? Uh, the nickname Weapon X. Oh yeah, Weapon X. Now it is. Is that a is that a ripoff nickname though? Was that the whole Wolverine thing, or what's the Where'd that yeah. come from? I mean, yeah, Wolverine is Weapon X. So we got to downgrade the giant dog. Wolverine. I don't think there's similarities there. The aggression. Yeah, I know. Just, unstoppability. Oh, I'm just joking around. Let's it's talk a good to. nickname, man. Let's talk to Mark in Northeast Philadelphia. Hey, Mark. Hello, gentlemen. Good morning. Welcome to the morning grind. Thanks, Listen Mark. to you guys all the time. Rhea, I know you've been on the morning grind. Good morning to you. Good morning. All right. Yeah, I'm not a big Sixers guy, so I'm just looking forward to the Phillies. I just think, you know, they gave us an entertaining year last year, and I want to see what they can do this year. And I think it'll be exciting. They're they're a I, better team on paper. And, I, man, you, you have to account for that experience. Just the right. feeling that they got from achieving at that high level last year. There's some carryover, I'm certain. Right. And like I said, I know a lot of people are still lamenting about the Eagles loss. Look, I was always taught, my dad told me, yo, Today's the first day of the rest of your life. Just live. You know, we can't control what happens in sports. Yeah, that's true. But, Mark, here's here's something I learned a long time ago. What happened 10 days ago or 11 days ago can still hurt my heart. So that, that you know rest, the rest of my life thing, like I'm, I'm living today nah, with a heavy heart. Nah, like I said, yeah, they lost the Super Bowl Sunday. Monday I was at work at 5 a.m., Totally game pass. It's like, yo, you got to move on, man. We only live a short time. Listen, Mark, I, I applaud your approach, but it's unnatural for me. I like to right. I, I like to exist in my muck. 
Uh, hey, okay. <laughs> Everybody's got their own, you know, spiel. Exactly. Mark, give me a big answer for a nickname. I can't believe nobody has said this. The best defensive lineman ever, Reggie White, the minister of defense. Yes. That's a good answer. A great nickname, Amen. too. It's a really good answer. I'll Amen. tell you what, it's better than something John did this week. Seltzer, you know how, and Ray, you know, the deal. you've been doing the morning show yeah. routine for years mm-hmm. and be careful with the naps. And if you nap only oh, nap oh, yes. for oh, yeah. a little bit of time, Ben, this guy, after I think it was day two, day two, uh, a six hour nap. Yeah. That's called that's sleeping. That's yeah. sleeping. That's, that's six called and sleeping. It was, it was six like slipped into a coma accidentally. <laughs> how do you not set an alarm? I did. And then Plowed right through apparently it. Apparently it was going off. My 12 year old daughter came into my room at, 5:30 wow. in the afternoon, saying, "Yeah, we got we got volleyball." Like, <laughs> I would love to get six hours of sleep at night. Exactly, that's what I get every night. Like yeah. seriously, I, I don't know how it happened. It's, it's remarkable. But, but I can rest you for it. I I feel pretty good. It's amazing. <laughs> it all worked out. Well, you're yeah. lucky you got back on track because of course the fear is you could yeah. be up till 2 a.m. Well, and have to wake up at 3:30. Right. Yeah. Woke up. Well, yeah, I was planning on going to bed two hours after I awoke from the six and a half hour nap. <laughs> that didn't work, but I was okay. That's brutal. All right, Cheddar Cameron, John Ritchie, and uh, coming up in one minute. One minute, you'll hear from Errol Reese and Mike Quick. Join me now and bet on pro and college hoops, hockey, MMA, and more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Bet on player points, assists, rebounds, and so much more. In pro basketball tonight, we're four-point favorites hosting Memphis. Minus 175 on the money line. The over-under is 229 points. Join me now. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app. Start playing instantly with the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. You must be 21 and in PA or New Jersey. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, John, this should be a thrill. You and I have had Merrill Reese on the show many times, and I say the show, Midday Show. Of course, he joined us earlier this week. It's an honor. An honor. We've talked to Mike Quick many, many times on our Midday Show, but you and I have never on the air talked to Merrill and Mike together. Let's welcome to the show at the same time, Mr. Mel Reese and Mr. Mike Quick. How you doing, guys? Good morning, Joe. Uh, hey, guys, congratulations on the new uh, show. Oh, thank you, fellas. Well, thank you. Hey, Merrill, I appreciate, you know, you joining us here. But I got to tell you, man, still still upset. I mean, this is a hard one. I'm having a hard time moving on. Uh, I'm with you, Joe. I'm slowly coming around. Mike and I are golfing today. Uh, We're trying to shake this off, this this loss. John talked about the five stages of Greece yesterday, I believe. I would argue that there are more than that, maybe five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 stages, and none of them are gone. (laughs) Uh, So true. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. I I, I must say that Merrill is an outstanding counter. That's 5, 10, 15, 20 thing. I mean, that's right up there with. Two four six eight. Who do we annihilate? Well, we were hoping it was going to be the Chiefs, uh, but it wasn't, guys, because the defense did not show up in the second half. Agreed, Joe. They got gashed on the ground in the second half. This gash brought to you by Cesarean Sections, and happy birthday to all of you coming into the world through the side door. 
<laughs> By the way, uh, I got a, a nickname for uh, for you guys today. Uh, how about Bunting Ben Davis? There you go. Yeah, it's true. Broke oh, up. That's not right. Broke up a no hitter. Wow. Second Amendment Ben. <laughs> of course, uh, uh, it does sting uh, because they lost to Andy Reid. Reid coached the pants off of Jonathan Gannon. He couldn't fit into them, but he coached the pants off. Amir, uh, 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 uh. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I was going to say, did you see Sirianni crying during the national anthem? He must have seen Gannon's game plan for the second half. <laughs> the Eagles were outcoached so bad, Joe, that Sirianni's kids were sitting on Andy Reid's lap in the postgame press conference. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Yep. So now we need two, two new coordinators. Well, they should hire a chiropractor. At least they'll have someone who can make some adjustments. Yeah, I, I got to tell you guys, I, I appreciate the attempt here, but this is not helping me, Merrill. I mean, I, I know it's you're trying Bowl. to kind of you're trying to cheer me up, but this uh, this this remains really tough to get over. The Super Bowl brought to you by Big Brothers and Big Sisters. The Eagles played like Big Brothers in the first half and Big Sisters in the second half. The uh, Joe's right, though. The Eagles should have won that game. Up 10 points at halftime, and they just blew it. This blown Super Bowl brought to you by Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Thank <you>. Wow. <laughs> Taking sucking Ew. up to your boss to a whole new level. <laughs> Merrill, Mike, I, I think that might be a wrap. Wow. I got to tell you, I appreciate I appreciate. Well, listen. I do truly appreciate the humor because we need a little humor after that loss. Guys, wonderful hearing you all season and wonderful having you on the show today. Thanks so much, guys. True that. (laughs) There they are. Marilla and Mike. Of course, you can check out JoeConklin.com. That is JoeConklin.com for all of Conklin's upcoming events and to book him for a private event. Merrill getting a little risque. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Unlike him. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. How has this loss changed your life? The Super Bowl loss. Because um, you're still down in the doldrums. You're kind of like, has it changed your life in any way? Not in, not in. well, I'll say this. I mean, not in ways that would be a profound answer. No. I mean, I, I still wake up. I still go to the bathroom. I still eat. Off. I still go to sleep. Still do a lot in between. Um, but I felt like I was watching the best team I I had ever seen in Philadelphia sports mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Because mm-hmm. I was too young for the 83 Sixers. You and I, we're, we're all about the same age, you, me, and, and John. John's a little older. James a little younger. Rhea. I mean, you know, I, I just felt like I was seeing something that was going to be a coronation. Mm-hmm. And so for it to get pulled out from me, it was, to, ask, to answer your question, it reaffirmed the Philadelphia sports fan experience. In many ways, it didn't change my life. It solidified my life. Oh, yeah. This is what it's like to be a Philadelphia sports fan. That's, that, that would be my answer to you. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just real talk. Yeah. Bodner joins us coming up in about eight minutes. Let's go to uh, Ellsworth right now. Hey, Ben Ellsworth. Good. How are you guys doing? I, I wanted to congratulate you on the new show. And uh, you know, one thing you're forgetting about with the Philly season last year, Joe, when you mentioned that they finished 10 games behind two teams in the division, where were they at when uh, Girardi got fired? And yeah. where did they end up? Second half of the season, they, they probably had the best record in the division without looking at it. Probably. And uh, that, that's important. 
And uh, I really let me get my nickname out of there. Wilt the Stilt. Oh, yes, Wilt the Stilt yeah. Chamberlain. Wilt the Stilt. And uh, I just wanted to say, I, I know I pick on you sometimes, Joe. And I, I just wanted to let you know I only pick on people I like. You, I just make an exception. <laughs> that was a good line. Ellsworth, a potential, a potential drop of the week winner on Friday. We shall see. Stay tuned tomorrow, Ellsworth. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the call. Hey, today's Twitter. By the way, James, we're getting some haymakers this week for Drop of the Week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I actually put some together this morning. We got some good stuff. I mean, yesterday, we had some major geography faux pas. Yes, we did. I mean, no, I'm not mackerel. the only one with, with geography faux pas all, on the show. All sorts of issues yesterday. Hey, uh, Twitter poll question of the day today brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find new roads armandchevy.com. Today's question, which team has a better chance to win a championship this year? Is it uh, A, the Phillies, or B, the Sixers? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Certainly you can weigh in on the phone lines as well, 215-592-9494 to weigh in on uh, any of these topics we're discussing today, including sort of the likability factor. So many people saying Phil's over the Sixers for having greater interest. How much of that is about likability? How much of that is belief that they're actually a better team with a better shot? Of course, last October helps a ton. Ben, question for you. Um, we touched earlier on Aaron Nola. Let's go to the other main pitcher, uh, Zach Wheeler. And I'm curious. You've been a guy in a lot of locker rooms, reporting to a lot of managers, and dealing with a lot of pitchers. After the World Series, before this season starts, whether it was right after the World Series or this spring training, do you think Philly skipper Rob Thompson, who had a – God, did he have a great pulse for things. Mm-hmm. Do you think he will – I'll use the word – apologize to Zach Wheeler for pulling him out of that game? No, I don't think he'll apologize. Do you think he will address the moment with him without apologizing and say, damn, man, I wish I trusted you more. I wish I left you in there. No, I don't think it, I don't think it'll be addressed. It's just the way it is nowadays. And I hate to say that. I hate to give you the short answer. It's just the way it is. They don't let these guys go deep into ball games. Have you guys seen the thing on but that? But hold on, but Ben, this isn't July. This isn't April 15th. I know. This but... was game six of the World Series. This is the last mean, start of the year, period. And, last yeah, time I And he was cooking. I mean, he was dealing. He was throwing darts. He had had the extra two days off. I mean, John, you as a player, and you lost the Super Bowl, and I know you guys weren't happy with your coach. Now, you were out of Oakland after that. But would you, if you were Zach Wheeler, John, and you were one of the top five pitchers in baseball, would you want your manager to kind of like – Man up with you on that moment. I don't. I don't know that it works like that, Joe. I, I. I think. I think if you're, if you're the manager, you have to bear in mind that that everything you say is interpreted and and, and important uh, in a certain way by your players. Sure. And I think you're undermining your own authority. If you go back and say, man, I wish I would have done that different. I disagree because here, here's the way I look at it. Now, Ray and James, the three of us didn't play mm-hmm. pro sports, right? So we think <laughs> no. different than Ben and John. Here's my perspective from sort of the non-athlete, uh, athlete slash non-athlete way. If I'm Zach Wait, Wheeler. Why, athlete slash non-athlete? Uh, dude, I threw good bounce passes in grade school. I'll say this. If I'm Zach Wheeler, I would appreciate if he came to me and said that. And I think I would respect him more. Because here's you said, John, you got to be careful what, what you say. Here's what he said without saying it: I don't trust you, big guy, in the moment. I didn't trust. Like, I, if I'm no, Zach Wheeler, I don't, I don't, I don't want. That. You can't discount the moves that Rob Thompson made throughout he, the he, course of the season. You can't. 
And but, for that, but what does that have that, to do with that last move, though? Yeah. And his relationship with Zach Wheeler, they're separate things. I, I agree with that. It's, it's, a, it's a tough move to make. But you can't discount the moves that he made. And you also can't discount that's just the way it is nowadays. I was more upset with Wheeler, to be honest. Because he should have never agreed. He should have said, absolutely not. Should have pulled a shilling? Yeah. I'm, no, ke- I'm, I'm keeping mean, the ball? Not just, just shilling. No, no, he's anymore. showing no, Thompson I, I understand. I do- How- Rui Halliday. I mean, I remember literally, uh, what's his name? Charlie walking out to the mound one time, and he just had to turn and walk right back around. In that spot in the World Series, I want you to demand to stay in. Well, listen, I hear you. I'd have to go back and look at the film, and I don't remember. Did I mean, Ben, you might. Did Rob Thompson signal for the different pitcher before he even interacted with Wheeler. Yeah, Because sometimes done. you step across the line, you give that, I'm going to the left. Most times. It was, yeah. It was done. It was, it was, his mind Did was Did he even up. discuss it with the catcher? No, I don't think so. Because and, and, the catcher said after the game that he thought he still had it, didn't he? Yeah, he definitely Well, of course had he still had it. Yeah, he could just watch the game. Yeah. yeah. You could see that and, he still and, had it. And where also, it was so crazy is you knew Alvarado was coming back later in the game. You were going to have another Alvarado. Is that his name? Not Alvarado. Uh, yeah. Al- no, no, Alvarez. You knew Alvarez no, was going to Alvarado. You were right. No, 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 you're no. Alvarez, the batter, who right. hit the homer. Yeah. You were going to deal with him in like the eighth or ninth inning. So save Alvarado for that next one and don't put yourself in position with Alvarado in the sixth. And bomb in the eighth. Even more than that, so no dumb. Alvarado's been struggling. Like, Alvarado in that moment was not the same Alvarado that we saw earlier in the season in the playoffs. Like, he was he was not as good. If you're going to do anything, go to Ranger in that I, I would respect my manager more if he handled it with me directly and we just clear the air, get it over with. Because to your point, Rhea, I want Wheeler to be ticked that it happened. I want him to refuse to come out. Yeah, I, I know. No, you're on the mound. That's yeah. what I wanted there. I get that, but it's just not the way it works anymore. It's just not. And you also have to realize that Wheeler was on the IL for I don't know a month and a half. It was the, the World series. series, and then he also had to skip a start in the World Series. You know why? I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy it. Patrick Mahomes was on one leg for the second half of the Super Bowl. Bingo. So don't tell me. He was on the IR. He was in the World Series. I agree, Rhea. I agree. Doesn't mean I don't like you, Ben. Uh, he also had he also had two weeks to, to rest for it. Yeah. Yeah, well, all right. Well, well how much rest did Wheeler have? Yeah, it's, leading it's, up to it's, that. Two, it's two extra days. How different the sports are. I mean, the mentality. But it was the, the end. Of, but this was it. This was the end of the road. This was it. This is the final time he was going to get that ball this year. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was a major mistake. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. By the way, Life Advice with the Hammer, that's coming up. Life Advice with the Hammer today at 9.15. Uh, John, for those that have not heard Life Advice with the Hammer before, by the way, get your scenarios in, Facebook, Twitter, and the text line, what you need help with. Seltzer will choose one and fire it off at me. John, how would you describe Life Advice for those that have never heard it? Uh, it's sort of a disturbing trip inside the, the Hammer's mind <laughs> as he fails in his attempt to advise our our callers on on life situations, See, I think I'm pretty really good dealing with. Clearly, I, we're going to have disagreements because if I'm if I'm giving advice to Rob Thompson, I'd say, "Yo, Skip, you go. You better go talk to your horse and make sure you're on good ground entering the year." Uh, it's it, but now you guys might disagree with that. So we will do life advice with the hammer. It's at nine fifteen. The key is we need a scenario on Facebook, Twitter, and the text line where you tell us what's going on in your life, and uh, Seltzer will select something and obviously fire that office at me. Coming up in 30 minutes. All right, to the phones. We Actually, let's talk some Sixers hoops because they're back at it tonight. They're playing Ja, who's a tremendous player, and I think the most exciting athlete in America right now. I really believe that. Sixers, we're hoping, finally put something together come playoff time. Stretch run for the playoffs begins tonight. 
And Derek Bodner does a sensational job covering the 76ers, and he joins us right now. Derek, welcome to the morning show, man. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Appreciate it. Congratulations to you all. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, man. Derek. I will say between, you know, we've gotten to know each other over years. Between you and Richie and Seltzer, you've got two of the hardest working people I know, so uh, you all deserve it. <laughs> oh, that's a nice shot. Don't do that to Richie, man. That ain't right. <laughs> he'll, he'll crush faces when things like that happen. All right, Derek, let's just start with this. For the Sixers fan out there that's thinking it's going to be same old, same old, second round and done, maybe first round and done. What is it about this team that maybe could make a difference? Yeah, it's a great question because I feel like I, I, I feel that every time I go to write about this team. Um, you know, I think, first of all, I, first when you look at Embiid and Harden, offensively they've had a lot of success when they're together, but even against really good defenses. And I think if there's one difference with this team, James Harden looks better athletically and physically than he did at this time last year. Mm-hmm. The chemistry between them is really strong. And they have a lot of pieces around them who fit what they need from role players offensively. And I think in terms of the Joel Embiid era, I think, because if you look at most of their playoff failures, a lot of that has come down to the offensive side of the court. We can talk about some of their annoying defensive habits, but generally speaking, they ramp that up in the playoffs. And if they're able to execute offensively, and I do believe this is a team that has the best chance to succeed in the playoffs on the offensive side of the court, then that could be different. But we've also seen it where they had a picture-perfect you know, trail to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years ago against the Hawks, a team they should have destroyed, a team that just fired their coach. That's basically been a 500 team ever since that series. And they didn't succeed there too. So I understand skepticism with this team in general. But I do think they're a much better offensive team, and I think that will show in the playoffs. Why didn't James Harden get voted to the All-Star game? Uh, I think it was in part because of missed games. You know, he missed that month there. Uh, and I think that factored in, you know, but I think there's, I do think there is something to the fact that <clears throat> I'm not sure he's necessarily super well liked among, you know, some of the people who vote on this. Uh, you know, I think he's always been a little bit of a controversial player. And I think the combination of those two, I do think if he had played, you know, if, if he didn't have that month off, I think he would have made it. I think when they vote for these awards factors in a little bit as well. Um, but I would say it's mostly the games missed and in part because he was probably a little bit underrated just because he's controversial. Is Harden planning to be a sixer next year? It's a great question. Uh, I think that's going to come down to negotiations. I do think, you know, because there's a lot of rumors about Houston and his desire to go back. And certainly he still has a home there. His family is mostly there. Uh, I think there is a connection with the city and with the franchise. But I think if the Sixers, assuming there's nothing that happens in the playoffs that would change this, I think his preference would be to return to the Sixers, but I think he needs a leverage point to get the contract that he wants, and I think right now Houston is that. What should we make of the fact that Joel Embiid continues to be picked first in these all-star game, uh, you know, laying out the teams? You know, he can't win the MVP, but it seems like the guys who actually play the game have more respect for his game than, you know, the national media. Yeah, I mean, I think especially in that environment, I think part of it is that he is just a more entertaining, engaging, fun-to-play-with personality. I think certainly you could say that he's a very popular player among other players. And look, he's been runner-ups in MVP voting two years in a row. I wouldn't say he's unpopular uh, in other spheres. It's just there's a guy who's putting up really, when you talk about Jokic, statistics that just, like, they don't make sense almost. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't entirely know how to 
reconcile that and add in the fact that Denver is the top seed in the West right now and probably will be for the rest of the season. That gets in the way. Um, but I think Joel's popular among other players. I think there's a lot of respect with the way that he plays. Um, yeah. Derek, MB took some heat, some circles, for playing in an all-star game after saying he might not and claiming that he's injured. Did he make a mistake? Probably not. He probably made a, an optics mistake. I will say, like, the all-star game, there's not a lot of heavy, hard running in that game. I'm not sure how much wear and tear is really being put on that foot. So I think it probably looks a little bad, especially when you're talking about, you know, the doctor wants you to take two weeks off. This has been bothering you for a while, and I do think it's been bothering him for a while. I'm not sure how much of a difference taking that one extra game where you're playing at quarter speed for most of the night is really going to make. But I think it probably would have helped in terms of public opinion. You know, this is a guy who obviously has not been at his best in the playoffs, and that is mostly because of injuries. A lot of those were fluke injuries, getting elbowed in the eye socket or getting your finger caught in a jersey, not necessarily the wear and tear type. But this is a a foot that has been bothering him. I probably would have preferred for him to take that week completely off, but I'm not sure how much practical difference that actually makes. What do you hear in inside channels? Uh, what do you make of the conspiracy theory that the LeBron picking Joel first is part of his ploy to recruit Joel to play with LeBron? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about that. I don't, I don't make much of that um, at all, to be honest. I think he, he just tends to like Joel okay. uh, and you know, the Lakers don't have any real way of getting Joel there. They don't have any real <laughs> trade chips. I think Joel likes it here in Philly. Now, obviously, that could change again if, if something happens. But I think Joel's pretty cemented here, at least for right now. I think something would have to change outside of LeBron James liking him to change that equation. From the Daily Six newsletter, that's where you can follow all of Derek's work. Again, the Daily Six newsletter. Derek, we're looking forward to having you on this morning show, talking some Sixers hoops with you from time to time, obviously more so when the playoffs come around and uh, – Hoping this year's different from the Sixers. We shall see. Derek, thanks so much, buddy. Yep, thank you. All right, Joe to camera and uh, and John Rich. Yeah, John likes to call him the bod. The, the bod. Bod. The bod. Or Godner, either or. Or Godner. And what was the one he didn't like? Both of those. Oh, he didn't like. <laughs> <laughs>